Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Thursday, August 3rd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we're going to jump in with news on Shazam from Movie Phone, who had an exclusive interview with director David F. Sandberg. And he was asked about his influences and what research he's doing for Shazam and everything like that. And his response was as such. This will be very different than what I've done in the feature space because it's not a horror movie and it's a much lighter tone. But it's something that I look forward to trying out, even though I plan to return to horror in some fashion. My background back in Sweden, before I started doing horror shorts, I was doing animated comedy shorts. It's not totally alien to me to have more of a comedy approach. I look forward to taking that on in a future. In a feature. And this is true. I've seen, you can see his YouTube videos. He did one where he... He personally acted them out. Uh, he played two twin brothers <laughs> in a little comedy short. He, I'm glad he's not acting in the film, but he does a pretty good job. Uh, he does a good job. It's a funny skit setup type thing. And he's done you know, some animated comedy and stuff like that. So he has done some of this before. Well, we don't know for sure he's not acting in the film. That's true. He did have a, a voice cameo in, in Lights Out. So maybe he'll have some sort of role. Yeah, I'm glad to hear this, though. Um, obviously we, we've talked about Shazam a couple times, but it's definitely a story and character that lends itself to probably the lightest of light tones of the DC characters so far that they've announced movies for. So, um, makes sense that that's what they're going for. Yeah. He's the, really the most lighthearted out of the, you know, the core justice league type heroes. I know he's not going to be in justice league, but he might be in the future and he's known as a core justice league member, but he was also interviewed by the Toronto Sun, and the big attraction for me with that character is the fact that every kid dreams of being Superman, right? I mean, I certainly did. And Billy Batson is a kid that gets that chance, he gets to become the superhero. So it'll be big with superpowers in a way. In terms of what people can expect, I think this will be one of the more fun or lighthearted movies so far in the DC universe. It certainly will be a departure. So everything he said so far sort of makes sense and lines up with that. Uh, what do you think is the most lighthearted DC film? live action ever so far he's got to beat um, that no i mean you know, all dc not just the dceu oh yeah uh i mean batman and robin has some pretty light-hearted moments i yeah i guess it has to be that uh superman 3 yeah <laughs> not a lot of good choices let's say it's light-hearted more like the lego batman movie yeah or, or uh something Return else Turn of the cape crusaders maybe yeah something like that something batman 66 uh no it's not going to be like that but uh it, he is a more lighthearted character but on his specific influences he was asked uh again with movie phone it wasn't a character i grew up with it was published in sweden where i'm from in the 70s so it's a little before my time so i only knew him from the justice league it's not until now that i'm getting into the comics and reading a lot of the old ones the Jeff Johns ones, The Power of Shazam, and looking at a bunch of animation. So I'm really getting to know the character. So those are some really good... It looks like he's got a lot of variety there, a lot of good influences. Uh, I'm bummed he hasn't read... They said he hasn't read Shazam, The Monster Society of Evil yet. But other than that, he's sort of got a lot of the core ones for the character down, and I like that he's looking at a lot of different influences. Yeah, <clears throat> he'll probably get to that at some point. But it's yeah, it's always nice when the director is invested in it enough to read the source material i know i'm sure everybody says they do but it seems like he actually is right yeah and, and it's good that he knows a lot of he'll, he'll just by watching that he'll know a lot of the history of the character and be able to fit that in more to the film probably yeah and everything he said has 
made me feel good about this Shazam film and has sounded exactly like what I want from a Shazam film. So I'm just getting more excited about it. Well, good. And then next up, the DC CW fall crossover dates and other announcements came out of the Television Critics Association press tour. Um, There's a lot of information to run down, but we'll just get started. So the dates for the crossover, uh, Monday, November 27th, Supergirl and Arrow. Uh, Arrow is going to be on that Monday and on Monday for just one night for the crossover. And then the Flash and Legend tomorrow will be the next day, Tuesday, November 28th. I kind of like this. They're they're doing the crossover in two nights, kind of getting it out of the way. I think I I don't always watch these shows live, but live, but for the crossovers, I try to make an effort to, and that will make it easier to with it distilled into two nights. It, it feels even more like an event uh, and a little bit easier to watch than spread out over four nights or whatever. So I'm pretty excited about that, and hopefully this means. And they've said that Supergirl will be the actual show will be more involved with the crossover this year. Yeah, and since it's more involved, like you said, it'll be nice to go straight from Supergirl into Arrow because they can't, I mean, if they leave you hanging somewhat in Supergirl, you get the answer right away, basically. Well, then they'll just leave you hanging in Arrow. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you have to wait a day. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the, the two-night setup. It's going to be different, but I'm excited to try that out. Yeah. Uh, the CW president, Mark Pedowitz, also said that I think we're done with Speedster Villains, which... Is okay with me. We've had a lot of speedster villains, and yeah. the thinker certainly seems interesting, and we'll we'll see some other characters probably too. Yeah, I want to see. I'm not against seeing more Reverse Flash or, or other characters down the line, but a nice little break for a season long Big Bad is definitely needed. I think. Yep. Uh, some comments on the Flash. Also, uh, they said they're going to try to find the lightness of the Barry Allen of the first two seasons. The the last season was maybe a little darker than normal Flash, but I I certainly enjoyed enjoyed it and i enjoyed barry allen in the first two seasons so either way i'm happy yeah we, we always talk about how the flash the commercials and tv spots and everything it always looks so lighthearted and fun and then yeah and it does have some of that but then the actual episodes are really pretty dark and always have something hanging over them i think there was i didn't think there was much as much of a contrast between the first two seasons and the third and darkness i mean i remember zoom early in season two just destroying Barry and dragging him all around town. That was probably one of the darker moments along yeah. with the death of his parents, which we saw several times <laughs> over over those two seasons. So, I don't know why we're laughing about that. <laughs> it's Once you see it so many times, it's it's the only way to cope, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think that there was much of a contrast, but I do like some of the more lighthearted moments of the show uh, from, early, from the early days. So I wouldn't be opposed to seeing more of that, you know, Barry playing ping pong with himself or something like yeah. that uh those kind of things are always fun i also went on to say that there's no plans for more dc shows but of course he also didn't plan on having supergirl <laughs> black lightning so there's two dc shows that pop right. up without plans basically right that's a really good point um yeah i don't think they're going to actively look for more dc shows but if one does sort of fall in their lap skin i don't know if they'll be able to turn it down yeah i mean it's it's pretty easy to see when you if you look at their ratings of all their shows combined, like their first four are the DC shows and probably their top five now will be the DC shows after Black Lightning comes out. So it's pretty easy. It's an easy sell for more DC content on CW. Right. Uh, they don't have any plans to end iZombie. That's good. I mean, it keeps getting pushed back to a mid-season replacement, but um, I'm cool with it just doing that every year. I mean, I'd like a full season, but... 13 episodes every year is not bad. 
Yeah. Uh, and then there's no plans to try to get the Amazon show back in development. Uh, Ryan, the listeners, Tom, what the Amazon show was? Yeah, it was sort of sort of like a Smallville type show for Wonder Woman that was being developed by Alan Heinberg, in fact, back in 2012. Uh, Heinberg went on to write the screenplay for the Wonder Woman film, but this this got they never found a good script for this, and then the movie went into development. I don't think they could make this now, even if they wanted to. Uh, because Wonder Woman's a movie character. Yeah. But um, although I'm not a... So I don't even necessarily want to see this. All I, w- I wouldn't be opposed to maybe a Themyscira show sort of in the mold of Krypton mm-hmm. uh, on some station down the line. But um, yeah, I'm not surprised that they're not going to bring this back. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming with the film just coming out and doing so well, they're, they'll shy away from kind of muddying the waters any bit with any tv stuff for a while absolutely uh, and the one last final note gorilla grad will appear on season three of legends of tomorrow okay uh yeah. this, this probably would have been better as like a surprise cameo but i don't i, I like grad i'm not opposed to seeing more of him the last time we saw him was kind of a letdown and yeah. i just i don't know what else they can do with grad with the budget you know he was good in limited uses in the flash but they try to use them more and uh, they sort of have to get creative ways to use him and, and work around that. So I don't know what they're going to do on legends with him, but I'm, I'm not terribly excited, but I'm open to be proven wrong. So I hope as he has a cool reason for being there. Yeah. Same. Most of the time now they spend him, you know, kind of speaking through other people while he's out of the room. So they right. don't have to animate him. <laughs> right. So but if yeah. it's just yeah. that, um, maybe he can talk to Firestorm while Firestorm is not in, co- in this <laughs> costume. Maybe one of the the Firestorm guys can be Grodd and talk to the other one. Uh, maybe they do that, but we'll see. Yep. All right. That's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.